Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. It is Zoe Moon, and I am here to do the May monthly astrology show for the signs Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. For the other eight signs, the show was done this morning over at healthylife.net slash radio show slash archive zm dot htm and so you guys can go over there i put a link in this show so you guys can see that let's listen to that i don't think that that will be put up by the producer until later today uh, for anybody listening live and but it should be uh by the end of uh april 21st uh to listen to so let's get into the signs sagittarius capricorn aquarius and pisces and what's going to be going on in may so you know let's start with sag um sagittarius you enter may with mercury retrograde already happening and so it is still retrograde until the 14th of the month this means those first couple weeks, you are still in do-over mode uh, when it comes to your work or your health or your animals or anything happening with paperwork or coworkers or hired help. So Mercury retrograde may mean that you have slowed down a bit in those realms to reassess something about money or products or possessions or purchases. It may mean that you have gone back and tried to pick something back up from the past about one of those, you know, work or health or animal or paperwork or coworker or hired help themes. It might be mean that you're reworking the current in the situation. Also could be, you know, something exiting altogether, you know. So it's a do-over, and you guys are trying to figure out what stays, what goes, what can be reworked. And so, therefore, the talks, the meetings, the sales, the offers, the decisions about, where you are with money or purchases or products or possessions as it ties in with your job, with your health, your animals, your paperwork, your coworkers, or your hired help are going to be where it's at in those first couple weeks of the month. Then Mercury goes direct on the 14th. You shift directions. You're now ready to start moving forward. For the rest of the month, you'll be in the post-shadow of the retrograde, meaning you're moving things forward that you figured out during the retrograde in those areas. And so the talks and meetings and sales and offers and decisions will help you move that ball forward. And then there you have it. By the time you get to June 1st through the 11th, you'll be into new territory with those same topics past the shadow. And so that's how it lays out. Now, that's not all that's going on in those arenas this month. Jupiter, the big planet of expansion and happiness and prosperity and growth. And your ruler, Sagittarius, is getting ready to move into this same territory for you. It's going to be entering your work zone, your health zone, your animals, your paperwork, coworkers, and hired help situations starting on May 16th. And it is going to tour here for a year until May 25th next year, 2024. Now, the last time you guys hosted Jupiter in this territory was between June 2011 to June 2012. So you might want to think back about, you know, how you broadened your horizons in those areas of life during that time. But this is a time where you want to think about personal growth in these areas. And you may be applying Jupiter top to your work, to your health 
with what's going on with your animals or paperwork or coworkers or hired help. So any legal agreements. There might be travel or relocation or distant situations involved. There might be educational pursuits. There might, and that could be you teaching or learning or getting certified. There might be um, uh, media marketing, publishing, broadcasting influences coming into play to take this bigger. There could be ceremonies. There could be religion or politics or philosophy coming on board. So, you know, look at how wide these areas, and for the clues that will start showing up from the 16th onward, this should be a really great and then within three days of that, on the 19th, we have the new moon in this same territory. So, Sag, you know, this gives you two weeks of forward momentum. It can definitely boost you and help you start something new or help you take what you're already involved in and really kick it up a notch. Um, and so, again, about your work, your health, your animals, paperwork, coworkers, or hired help, get that ball rolling. Now, the other thing in play at the beginning of the month, in the first five days, we have a lot of Pluto energy that's going to be felt. And so, first of all, on the 1st of May, Pluto retrogrades in Aquarius. So, Sag, you know, you've been kind of feeling out this power energy, this energy of deep, profound change and transformation and, and uh, financial influence and sexual influence and what's going on with births or deaths or divorce or third party, you know, situation in the story. And it's been playing out for Sag through your mind, through your choices, your ideas, your talks and meetings, your sales, your writing, your interviews, your offers and proposals. And it's also been impacting what's going on with your brothers, sisters, or neighbors, with moves, with vehicles, electronics, short trips, or local activities. So as Pluto retrogrades on the first, it's going to kind of shift gears a little bit and give you the next five and a half weeks to kind of reassess what's happened so far, readdress anything, be in do-over mode up through June 11th with that. And then between the first and the fifth, we have this building and then climaxing full moon lunar eclipse in Pluto's sign, Scorpio. And so something really big is coming to a head, and so Sagittarius for you. Again, there's these plutonic energies involved about finances or sex or reproduction or birth or death or divorce or third parties. But this is climaxing um, at an institution or involving research or investigations or in an artistic realm that you're involved in or something romantic in your life or spiritual in your life or karmic with you know, karmic cycles and how they are uh, wrapping up or, or being rebalanced, um, anything with bad habits or addictions or with secrets or deceptions. And so this is also very powerfully being felt as this builds up to this big climactic moment sometime between the first and the fifth. All right, so for the rest of the month, we have on the 7th, Venus moving into your 8th house, Sag, and it'll be there until June 5th. So, you know, this is the house of financial matters, sex, reproduction, birth, death, divorce, and third-party stories. So Venus coming into this territory should help smooth out issues or attract more love or beauty or pleasure or income flow through those realms up through June 5th. 
Mars is active in that same territory up through the 20th, which can also help you motivate and make things happen and be more passionate in those realms. Then on the 20th, Mars moves into Leo. So Sag, this is really going to kick up a lot more activity through travel, distant situations, education, media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, any ceremonies, religion, or politics in your life all the way through July 10th. So Mars here wants you to get busier, you know, motivate, make things happen, just show up. Uh, but it is also can, uh, all about stirring your passions here. And the only thing you have to watch out for is the angry fighting side of Mars and the um, entitlement or dramatic side of Leo. Those can be activated in those same realms throughout this period. So try to shy away from that and really pour it into what you want to motivate and make happen there. And then finally, the sun moves into Gemini on the 21st. This is your relationship zone, Sag, and it's going to be there for 30 days, and it really helps you guys, you know, stand out and pursue your interests and shine and, and promote yourself and focus on what you want or what's going on with your body, image, brand, name, title. And it's through these relationships, so with partners, with clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, advocates, you name it. It's your time to connect and to make it about you, so make the most of that. All right, so for Capricorn in the month of May, first of all, you know, Mercury retrograde started in April, and so you enter May with that still in play the first two weeks up through the 14th. And so you are still in do-over mode when it comes to your love life or a lover, the kids, anything creative or anything recreational. And Capricorn, this might mean that you've gone back to the past and reconnected with something there to see if it deserves another shot. It might mean that you've exited something or they've exited or you've taken a break from something to reassess. It might mean that you're focused on your current scenario and how you might want to rework something or tweak something there. So it's a do-over in those realms up through the 14th and, and the talks and the news and the ideas and the decisions will reflect that. Then on the 14th, Mercury goes direct. So shift in direction. You're now ready to start moving forward into whatever you've decided, whatever you've figured out. And for the rest of the month, you'll move through that shadow. So you'll get into talks or meetings or offers or decisions about the kids, the lover, the creative projects, the recreational pursuits, making choices based on what you figured out during the retrograde. Now, to add to that, Jupiter, the planet of luck and growth and happiness and prosperity, is going to move into this same territory for the first time in 12 years on the 16th of May. And so Jupiter enters Capricorn zone of true love and lovers, children, creative projects, and recreation. And it's going to stay for a year until May 25th of 2024. And so this is great. You want to think about how you could expand your horizons, go big, and bring any Jupiter themes to bear on these topics in your life. Maybe you'll fall in love while traveling, or you and a love interest will travel, or you'll be attracted to some foreign uh, person or uh, someone at a distance because of Jupiter. Or maybe there will be travel with the travel for creative projects or travel for recreation. 
or distant situations that are starting to come into view for you that would take this anger. Travel is not the only thing Jupiter rules. It could mean that you're going to sign legal contracts or there's going to be a ceremony made your wedding or a graduation or something like that going on with your love interest or the kids or creatively involving in some way. Um, this can be about higher education. So maybe you're starting to teach kids or your kids college or, you know, you're learning something creatively. Um, this can be about what else? Media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting. So maybe you're going to expand your horizons creatively through a publishing deal, as an example. Um, this could be about um, uh, religion or politics coming into view in these realms as well. So look for clues as to what's starting to show up. It should lift your spirits in these areas and, and bring a lot of opportunity over the year ahead. Three days later in the month of May, on the 19th, the new moon in that same territory kicks in. So Capricorn, you now have two weeks to help you start something new or take what you're already involved in and move it forward with a lot of cosmic momentum behind it. Again, when it comes to true love, lovers, children, creative projects, or recreation. So, wow, looks like a lot of good stuff going on there. Now, Pluto is also very active in the first five days of May. And we'll continue to be active throughout, but this is going to stand out. So Pluto retrogrades on the first, okay? So Capricorn, you know, when it comes to Pluto themes, the big, deep, profound changes, the evolving stories, the transformations, what's going on in the big financial world of your life, taxes and investments and settlements and commissions and all that kind of stuff, what's going on sexually, what's going on reproductively, going on um, with births, deaths, or divorce, or any third-party influences. And for you, in Aquarius, it's really been focusing this on what you're doing to make money, what's going on with your purchases, what's going on with your possessions or products, what's going on with your values and how you're being valued. And so this retrograde, this shift is going to kind of slow that down a bit and ask you over the weeks ahead to kind of reassess what's happened so far, go back over anything you might need to, let go of anything you're, you don't think fits, and you'll have until June 11th with that. Then from the 1st through the 5th, we're building up and then climaxing with this full moon lunar eclipse in sign Scorpio. And so, again, big things starting to come to a peak financially, sexually, reproductively with birth, death, divorce, or third-party influences. For Capricorn, this involves a friend or a group or an associate or something online or something with astrology or charities or parties, events, or gatherings. Or Capricorn is about what's going on with an aspiration or a original project. And so big climactic moments that are building. So you're wrapping things up or in, or you're achieving and celebrating and having breakthroughs um, sometime between the first and the fifth with that. Now, the rest of the month, we have Venus moving into your relationship zone on the seventh. It'll be there the rest of the day and up through June 5th. And Capricorn, I mean, you can't ask for a lot better than this. Venus in your relationship zone. Relationship with partners, romantic or business, relationship with clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, competitors, advocates, any serious committed relationship, Venus is now there to really um, highlight the love or bring the income flow or focus on the beauty or make it more pleasurable. So definitely lean into that. 
Mars is in that same territory until the 20th, but you will have them both there together from the 7th through the 20th. Passion and more fire and more action there. So you can definitely see a lot going on in those key one-on-ones. On the 20th, Mars moves into Leo, Capricorn. From the 20th until July 10th, you're going to see Mars really sparking you up and getting you busier than you've been in some time about your financial life, loans, debt, inheritance, taxes, insurance, investments, settlements, alimony, child support, partner's money, your commissions, whatever this financial thing is. And also really sparking up the passion and getting you motivated and active sexually, intimately, reproductively, or with a divorce, a birth, a death, or a third-party story. So this really helps you move the stories along. Um, The only caveat is watching out for the angry side of Mars or the entitlement or um, dramatic drama side of uh, Leo in those realms. Otherwise, you really should be able to do a lot there. And then finally, the sun moves into Gemini on the 21st and will be there for 30 days. So Capricorn, big spotlight on you at work with any job pursuits, with anything with your health, any organizing or cleaning, anything with your animals, anything with paperwork or with coworkers or hired help. So you're standing out, you're pursuing your interests, you're promoting yourself, um, your center stage, your center of attention. Um, you're physically involved, maybe you're involving your brand, your image, your title, your identity, your, your, your needs and wants and desires. It's definitely your time to shine there, so make the most of that. All right, so for Aquarius, Aquarius, Mercury retrograded started in April, and it's still active in May from first through the 14th. So that first half of the month, you are still in your do-over mode when it comes to your home, your real estate deals, moves, renovations, family, parents, or roommates. So you're rethinking things or you have things there. Maybe you're not at home. Maybe you're somewhere else, right? Or maybe you're returning to home or maybe you're returning to a past home or maybe there's some situation with family dynamics. So it is do-over insofar as you're either revisiting the past, you're reworking the current situation, you're taking a break from something for a minute to, to figure it out, or you're exiting altogether or something else is exiting altogether there. So look at your values in the story. Look at the money flow, the purchases, the products, the possessions, how you're valued in the situation. Reassess what you want to reassess up through the 14th. Then Mercury goes direct, so now you're ready to start getting into talks and meetings and sales and offers and decisions about those things, moving them forward based on what you figured out during the retrograde. So this shadow phase from the 14th till the end of the month is that opportunity to now move that forward in some way. You'll exit the shadow on June 1st, and then from June 1st to the 11th, new opportunities can come into those zones. So that's how that plays out. To add to this story, and in a very big way, we have Jupiter, the planet of luck and happiness and prosperity and growth, moving into this zone of home, family, moves, renovations, parents, and roommates. And it is going to be there for a year, until May 25th of 2024. The last time you hosted it here was June of 2011 to June of 2012. 
So Jupiter wants to take things bigger in some way that lifts you up and helps you grow and helps you have more prosperity or happiness here. And to that end, it is going to bring Jupiter themes to play at home with real estate deals, moves, renovations, family, parents, roommates. There may be legal decisions to make. There may be travel or foreign or distant influences coming into play. There might be media, marketing publishing or broadcasting taking place around something there. There might be something to learn or teach from or about these realms of life. There might be ceremonies taking place here. There might be something with religion or politics or philosophy that becomes involved here in a bigger way. And so Aquarius, start looking for the big optimistic growth uh, opportunities coming in from the 16th onward. And to add to this story, three days later on the 19th of May, there is a new moon in the same territory. So Aquarius, this gives you two weeks of cosmic boost forward helping you start something new or take what you're already doing and move it into what comes next at home with real estate deals, with moves, renovations, family, parents, or roommates. Now, Pluto is also active in the first five days of the month in a more powerful way and then continues to be active throughout the month. So Aquarius, Pluto entered your sign on March 23rd, first time in your lifetime, and you have been going through its influence on how it wants to reinvent you in some deep, profound way, wants you to look at your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title, your identity, your personal needs, and the things you're involved in, and where you are with personal power, with control, with jealousy, with obsession, with sex, with financial matters, with divorce, with birth or death, with party influences, all Pluto themes coming in to help you figure something out about who you are and where you're going with this powerful energy. So on the first, as Pluto retrogrades, it kind of eases off a bit. It's going to now give you the time now through June 11th to reassess what has happened so far, to get into do-over mode for that short period um, to see if you want to release anything or revisit anything or rework anything there. So that's happening. And then between the first and the fifth, we're building up to this big climax under the full moon lunar eclipse in Pluto's sign of Scorpio. So something very big is coming to a head there in that area of life. And Aquarius, this is about a big personal goal of yours, or it is about your status or fame or reputation or your career or what's happening with a higher-up authority figure in your life, like a boss, a parent, a director, producer, teacher, mentor, judge, or somebody like that. So, you know, again, looking with these goals, the career, the status, the authority figures, where are you with power, control, finances, sexuality, uh, birth, death, divorce, or third-party stories in this mix? Something is building and coming to this climax, you're wrapping things up, you're marking a big ending, or you're celebrating and achieving and having breakthroughs there as it reaches this climactic peak. Now, the rest of the month for Aquarius, Venus moving into Cancer on the 7th, and she will tour there until June 5th. So Aquarius, that's bringing the beautiful qualities of Venus to your work, to your health 
to your animals, to what's going on with paperwork or coworkers or hired help. So there's going to be a lot more potential to earn money there. There's going to be a lot more potential to experience love there. There's going to be a lot more enjoyment and beauty playing out in those areas of life. So definitely make the most of that. Mars is in those same territories up through the 20th of May. And so this can help you spark up the passion and get busier and more active and make things happen. But on the 20th, it then moves into Leo. So from May 20th until July 10th, Aquarius, you're going to host Mars in your relationships. So this means Mars will be playing out with romantic and business partners, with clients, with specialists, with agents, attorneys, competitors, advocates, or other key relationships. So Mars might bring a lot more passion with these people. It might bring a lot more motivation and drive and activity and get you busier than you've been in a couple years there. The only thing to keep an eye on is the angry side of Mars. You don't want to be fighting with these people all the time. And the drama or the entitlement issues that can come out through Leo in that territory. So as long as you can bypass that side of it, you can make a lot happen and you can have a lot more passion going on there. Uh, So make the most of that. And then finally, on the 21st, the sun moves into Gemini and will be putting a spotlight on you, Aquarius, for 30 days when it comes to love and lovers, children, creative projects, and recreation. So these areas of life are where you want to start showing up physically or getting more personally involved. It's where you can stand out and shine. It is where you can pursue your interests or promote yourself or make it about what it is you want, right? And so it's a great time for you to step up and, you know, fall in love or do more with your lover or do more with the kids or really let people see how creative you are or have more fun recreationally. So, yes, make the most of that. All right, so for Pisces, Pisces, Mercury retrograded in April, and so you enter May with the retrograde still in play. It is in play until May 14th. So those first two weeks, you are in do-over mode. You are readdressing old ideas, old talks or meetings, running into people and catching back up. Um, picking up old ideas and seeing if they have any significance still, reassessing where you are with your writing, your interviews, your auditions, your sales, looking at any uh, do-over you might want to have with a brother, a sister, a neighbor, about moves, vehicles, or involving short trips or local activities. So Pisces, you know, that's a lot. (laughs) So I would just consider that you're in flux, that you're slowing down, you're readdressing the past and the current and seeing what stays, what goes, what can be reworked. You might exit from a few of those things uh, for the time of this retrograde or altogether if that's your choice or see something else exiting. Um, But it is the first two weeks that you'll be putting the most attention on that. Then on the 14th, Mercury goes direct. 
And so at that time, you turn around, you start ready to go forward with whatever you figured out during the retrograde, and you'll get into talks and meetings and sales and offers and decisions that will help propel those things forward as you move through the shadow from the 14th through the 1st of June. And then you'll move into new opportunities from June 1st through the 11th. Um, you may have to spend a little extra attention on your computers or other electronics or on your vehicles, so do be aware of that during the retrograde phase. But if you do, then you will start to see things moving forward the way that you need them to afterwards. And to add to that story, with all those topics, Pisces, Jupiter, the planet of luck and growth and happiness and prosperity and adventure, is moving into the, that same zone on the 16th, the first in 12 years. The last time you hosted it here was June of 2011 to June of 2012. So Jupiter is now going to spend a year until May 25th next year in your zone of talks and meetings, sales and writing, interviews and auditions, agreements, offers and proposals, as well as your zone of brothers, sisters, neighbors, moves, vehicles, electronics, short trips, and local activities. Jupiter wants to take things bigger. It wants you to find your happiness or prosperity or growth or adventure here. And to that end, it's going to bring Jupiter themes through those realms for you. So you might be in more talks or meetings or sales or writing or offers or decisions that are about legal agreements, travel, foreign markets, distant situations, education, media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, religion, politics, philosophy, or ceremony. Or you might see those Jupiter themes impacting. Maybe you'll travel more to see siblings or they'll travel to you or neighbors or you'll sign legal documents with them or there will be something about media or marketing. And this can involve your vehicles or your electronics or your short trips or local activities as well. So this all gets underway on the 16th and will be there for the year ahead. Three days later, on the 19th, there is a new moon in the same territory. So you now have two weeks of a very nice cosmic boost to help launch you into something new or help you take current interest to the next chapter. So there might be new offers or proposals or sales or writing or meetings or talks or decisions or new things with brothers or sisters or neighbors or moves or vehicles or electronics or short trips or local activities or you might be taking what you're already involved with in any of those things forward. So there you have that. Now, Pluto is also very uh, much felt in the first five days of the month and then throughout the month, but definitely in these first five days. So Pluto retrogrades on the first. Pluto is about power and control and financial influences, your sex life, your reproductive life, what's happening with third parties, with births or deaths or divorces. And it has been in your 12th house, I see. So it's been bringing those topics, the artistic side of your life, the romantic side, the spiritual side, to what's happening around actions or secrets or deceptions, to what's happening with institutions or research or investigations. So as it retrogrades on the 1st of May, it's going to kind of shift you into reassessing where you are in those realms 
and bring up anything that you might want to rework or release or rekindle from the 1st of May until June 11th. Also, between the 1st and the 5th, we're building up to this big, powerful, climactic moment with the full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio's sign, or in Pluto's sign of Scorpio, sorry. And this is playing out in your ninth house, Pisces. So, you know, financially, sexually, reproductive changes with uh, transformations with births deaths or third-party influences or divorce through legal contracts, educational pursuits, travel at a distance with media or marketing or publishing or broadcasting about a ceremony or something religious or political that you're involved in. So big climactic moments, you're wrapping things up and marking an ending there, or there's something coming through, celebrated and achieved there. So big moments in that territory. Now, the rest of the month, Pisces, we have Venus moving into a fellow water sign Cancer on the 7th, and we'll be in a nice harmony with you until June 5th in your zone of true love and lovers, children, creative projects, and recreation. So it doesn't get much better than that. This brings love to what's going on with your love lovers, the kids, the creative projects or recreation. It brings income flow in those areas. It brings beauty or pleasure to those areas. So you so want to make the most of that. And Mars is there until the 20th, so there will be time where Mars and Venus are there together. Mars bringing more spark and passion and activity with your lovers or kids or creative projects or recreational pursuits. And then on the 20th, Mars is going to move into or work health and animal zone. On the 20th, it moves here and will stay until July 10th. This brings more fire and passion and motivation and activity to your work, your health, your animals, your paperwork, your coworkers and hired help. You're making things happen over the head. All you have to watch out for is the angry fighting side of Mars in those realms and or the drama or entitlement issues from Leo popping up there with Mars. And so if you can get past that, there is so much you can make happen and get passionate about, and so it should be a motivating time frame for you. And then finally, on the 21st, the sun moves into Gemini for 30 days. This puts the spotlight on Pisces at home or with real estate deals or with moves or renovations or with your family or parents or roommates or anything you might have an interest in with history or ancestry. So you're front and center there, Pisces. It's encouraging you guys to show up physically and get involved in these areas or to be more personally involved, tie in your name, your brand, your image, your title, your identity, you know, uh, make it about you and your wants and desires, pursue your interests, promote yourself, stand out. And so that's where that's taking you. All right, so that's it for Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces in the month of May. Again, for Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, and Scorpio. Sorry, had a brain fart. (laughs) Those eight signs are um, recorded for the monthly over at healthylife.net slash radio show slash archives zm dot ht 
TM, and I put that link in this show. If you look at your screen, you'll see it. So you guys can go over there. I think that will be out later tonight on the 21st or first thing on the 22nd. So I'm wishing everybody a really powerful and wonderful May, and um, I will be back next time. Hopefully I won't have to do it in two different segments. (laughs) But either way, I'll cover you guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye.